feel that sometimes your life or those of a loved one are complicated and out of control? You're not alone. Welcome to In the Ring with Mia, featuring five-time world and international boxing champion Mia St. John. Mia and her guests will share stories and invite open discussions about topics that need to be discussed. You'll be empowered to find help or be help. Now, here's your host, Mia St. John. Hi, everyone. Welcome to In the Ring with Mia. I'm your host, Mia St. John. How's everybody doing in this crazy world during these crazy times? I'll tell you what, I'm having a really hard time dealing with this. Um, and especially, it's, it's the isolation. That's what it is. And I didn't even think that I would miss it because sometimes like I'm such a recluse and so I never thought that like not being able to socialize would really affect me. But I realized like how much we really rely on socializing, not being able to go to the gym or going out with someone, working, shopping, everything. And, and I think what's making everything worse, I don't know, for me, um, because I suffer from depression, especially seasonal depression. So if the weather's bad, then I'm even more depressed. And since our weather's been bad, I think that is really adding to it. And especially for recovering alcoholics like myself, it's been really hard because we can't even go to a meeting. And people like myself, we really rely on that emotional support. And I know that we have we have online meetings and, you know, we still have, you know, we're able to call each other, but it's, it's not the same. And so I feel like our whole lives have been turned upside down. Um, I'm trying to stay busy though. Like I continued with my workouts, um, my meditation and listening to music and walking my dogs. Um, but it's been really, really hard. And it's strange to think that this is our new normal, right? So we just have to like adjust as a society and evolve and hopefully something good will come out of it. You know, hopefully like we'll learn to do new things. Um, we'll build closer relationships with our loved ones. Um, I know someone was telling me that yesterday, how he went to his family's house and um, they were watching videos of, um, you know, uh, relationships that they've had and, um, their kids and how heartwarming that was. So, you know, hopefully that's what we get out of this. Um, and even just getting more exercise because that's one of the only things that we can really do and, and learn to live a healthier lifestyle. So that's me trying to look at the bright side of things. And I believe personally that the universe has a reason for everything so for everything that happens even if you think it's it's misfortune it could actually be a blessing in disguise and that's my take on it so look for the blessing and all of this for me it's you know my daughter raised a good point like well if you can't because a lot of my talks have been canceled or postponed and She's like, well, find a new way, you know, um, find a new way. Like, this is just evolution. We have to evolve. And kind of like when, you know, video killed the radio star, you know, um, we just have to find a new way. And so she was saying, why don't you do it online? And so that brought up like, you know, a really good idea for me to start maybe doing my talks on YouTube or something like that. But anyway, so the whole point is you just figure out how to reinvent yourself and, and hopefully this is all a good thing. Um, I want to bring in, um, because today we have two guests. We have dental consultant to the stars, Megan Jane, and we have Dr. Rifkin, uh, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin, who is a cosmetic dentist of Beverly Hills. He is world renowned and so those are our two guests. And I think I'm seeing we have a caller already, Sheila from Santa Monica. Let me bring in Megan first. Megan Jane, how are you doing? 
Hey, um, I'm doing relatively well uh, considering the circumstances. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I know we had this talk yesterday. We, me and Megan went running the other day, and it was so eerie, wasn't it? Because we were like, it was. We were in Beverly Hills, which is normally like packed with tourists and and just people going to work, and and the streets were it. It was crazy. The streets were empty. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty apocalyptic. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and then we went to this um, pretty famous restaurant, Crustacean. And oh yeah, I, I love what they're doing because they're really they're doing the to go, but they're very stringent about who they let come in the doors. They take their temperatures at the door before they let the chefs go into the kitchen, and they have it. They're really following the protocol that uh, Beverly Hills and the mayor Mayor Garcetti had set in place where people have to be six feet apart. You can't eat at the establishment, but they're doing a good job, I think. Yeah, I think we went out We went out to the courtyard to eat our food. And that was, it's just so yeah, strange, like, not courtyard. being able to socialize. And, and that brought up, like, a point that I was making the other day, that it's the fact that, like, we can't... Because everything about Beverly Hills is about being seen, Right. Mm-hmm. And we want yeah. to be seen. And and if we're not going to be seen, like I I was telling you, like I have I hadn't shaved in days. I can't remember the last time I shaved. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, yeah hadn't I hadn't washed, washed my hair. In a few days I either. hadn't <laughs> washed my hair either, and it feels like, well, why should I? Why should I care what I look like if no one's going to see me and give me that adulation that I so crave? <laughs> right? It just seems so narcissistic. Yeah. Well, then right, I wonder, like, is it healthier for us to actually just, like, get up and act as if we're going to go somewhere? Should we get ready all the way and just, like, because I know when I get ready and I get dressed up and I do my makeup, it's therapy. Like, doing my makeup is its own type of therapy. So it feels good just, like, trying different color combinations. It's, it's like an outlet. Know, so I'm, I'm wondering, I, should we be doing that? <laughs> I think so, too. Like, this is what I have to say to the girls out there, like, I say, get up and do it anyway. Like yesterday, I forced myself to wash my hair and Mm -hmm. style it. And, you know, I think that we still have to like act as if, because it, for me, it makes me feel better about myself, just mentally better. Like there's hope. Like, um, and so I think even though we're just pretending or, just going through the motions, I think that's okay. I think that we have to do that to get through this, you know, but then sometimes I'm yeah. like, like what it, it just seems so narcissistic that like, if I can't be seen, then I don't really care what I look like and I can't have sex anyway. So why should I, shoot? you know what I mean? It's like everything that we do revolves around like being seen or, um, you know, for, a boyfriend or our significant yeah. other, like everything is yeah. adored. It seems like, um, well, I, I feel like I kind of modified how, I mean, I, I was wearing, I started, I was like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do this. And I wore less makeup and I kind of felt better. I was kind of like, well, maybe after this is over, I don't need to do so much. Right. I know, I know. I start thinking like, well, what is a necessity in my life? You know, Mm -hmm. it's crazy. Oh, absolutely. I was actually um, thinking, you know, like I I get fillers, you know, I get fillers in my cheeks. And I was like, oh my God, I wonder if my doctor's still working, if she's open. (laughs) But, But then I started thinking, it made me start thinking like, well, is that something that I really need? You know, you start to really think like, what is a necessity and what isn't, and why yeah. does that make me feel better? And why do I have to? Why do I have to do all these things just to make myself feel good? So yeah, we start contemplating like, what's what's a necessity in our lives? You know? Yeah. But there's a, and, there it, and it's it's definitely societal because. Um, you see so many people that do get fillers and you, and especially in Beverly Hills, oh my gosh, you see so many people that get fillers from the same doctor and they look the same, not you, you go to a better doctor, but, um, <laughs> but you, it, it's, it's, it's almost like you see somebody do it and then you're like, well, I don't feel like I, 
I don't feel like I'm keeping up or being fashionable if I'm not doing it. So I'll do it. But I always try to strike a balance. I try to find doctors that aren't going to make me not look like me. I'll do, I mean, I've done fillers in my lips and I've done them in my cheeks, but it's been about two years since I've done both. I'll definitely get them done in my lips again. Actually, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin's the one that does my lips. He's really good at it. Yeah, he is the um, best. He is the best at yeah, lips. He scolds my lips them. too. I, I mean, I can't not do that because they just, it's a work of art when he does it. So that I'm never giving up. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It's so weird. Okay. After we're going to take a break in a second, but it, in a little okay. bit, and then we're going to bring Sheila on the line, our caller. But um, my lips, I don't know when the last time I had them done, but it's been, my daughter noticed, like, she's like, you haven't had your lips done in a long time, and they're still yeah. huge. <laughs> like, it's crazy. They last. No, it lasts, it, for whatever reason, I know, they say it's supposed to be nine months, but I've gone two years, and I'm just noticing now that yes. it's all the way out. Like, but what is he Yeah, so I'm that? like, okay, I can do that. That's not, that's, I feel like that's not going overboard but to some people it might be like what are you even doing why are you putting anything in your lips but I it's know. kind of a personal thing <laughs> it is and and again it goes back to my question like is this narcissism or is this something that really does help my self-esteem um yeah and we'll get back to that yeah uh we'll discuss that when we get back to the break and uh take our caller sheila from santa monica and we'll be right back Okay, so let me talk to you for a moment about my favorite cosmetic dentist, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin in Beverly Hills, because anyone that knows me knows how important my teeth are, especially having boxed for over 20 years. Have you ever wondered how your favorite stars have such flawless smiles? Have you ever seen a star with a noticeably fake smile? The difference between the two is the cosmetic dentist they chose. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin has been a dentist to the stars in the heart of Beverly Hills for the past 30 years. His patients are the elite of all industries and have a discerning eye for quality. So if you're looking for a Hollywood smile makeover that looks so natural you can keep it a secret, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin is the cosmetic dentist you should consult with. His experience as a pioneer in smile makeovers, along with him also being a professional sculptor, has made him a leader in creating beautiful smiles as well as all your dental needs from the simplest to the most complex. Please don't wait and visit DrLawrenceRifkin.com or call 310-273-0200. We'd like to thank you for listening to In the Ring with Mia. When not on set, she's busy helping the less fortunate through the Mia St. John Foundation. And now, Mia could use your help more than ever by visiting her at her website, miastjohnfoundation.org, and making a donation. You help create a safe place for those suffering from mental illness, homelessness, and addiction. So don't delay. Visit miastjohnfoundation.org today and help us make changes in the lives of those who need it the most. In my career as a professional boxer, I've knocked out many opponents in the ring. Now I need your help to knock out my toughest opponent yet, the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm on a personal mission to help people understand that with the right kind of support, individuals with mental health conditions can live productive lives. And that's why I serve as a board member for Step Up, a national nonprofit organization headquartered in Santa Monica, California, that is helping save the lives of young adults and others with serious mental health conditions across the country. Step Up also works to end homelessness for this group of individuals. I urge you to go to their website at www.stepuponsecond.org and get involved in the fight today. Together, you and I can knock out stigma once and for all. You are listening to In the Ring with Mia. To reach Mia St. John or her guest on today's show, call in with questions or comments to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back in the ring. Welcome back in the ring with Mia. I'm your host, Mia St. John, and I have with me dental consultant to the stars, Megan Jane. And we've just been sitting here having girl talk about (laughs) how crazy this time is and and what is 
you know, like what, what is necessary getting dressed in the morning and do I have to do my makeup and should I shave (laughs) and just all this girl stuff. And, and another thing I was wondering about is, Oh my God, my nails. I need to, well, I have a broken nail. I have a broken acrylic nail and I'm just like, Oh, I hope this doesn't come off because this is going to be uh, painful. (laughs) Right. I know it's been, but you know, okay. So I know like we're talking about all this difficulty that we have, but I especially feel sorry for like, you know, I, I work with the homeless and, and that yeah. is something that is really concerning to me because they don't have obviously these problems like, oh my God, my nails and um, my I know. And yeah. Yeah. And, when I, I, I feel almost embarrassed that this is a concern. I have other I concerns too, but for whatever reason, I, I my mind it, goes back to, okay, well, if my nail breaks off. I know, like it's all relative. We start like pondering on like what is what is important to us and what what, what is really meaningful. You know, let's take our caller, Sheila. Sheila from Santa yeah. Monica. Sheila, are you there? Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Sheila. How are you doing? Hi. How are you? How are you doing <laughs> well, during this time? Yeah, um, I'm the, in the category of 61 and over who really are not mm-hmm. supposed to come out at all. And the self-isolating yeah. has been really weighing on, you know. So have you been I've been in there, especially today, because rainy days and Mondays always get me down. <laughs> this is long, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's been what- pretty difficult. You know, um, I've been trying to, like, do exercises with YouTube, thank God, for the Internet. Yes. And, um, you know, making sure that my family members is okay and uh, checking in on my neighbors, too, because we have a lot of senior citizens in my building. Yeah, I can imagine it's been really hard. Are you able to um, socialize with them, you know, obviously being six feet apart? But are you still able to socialize? Oh yeah, we um, we we we're using you know we're texting each other. You know, a lot of them are have cell phones and and laptops or tablets. Their children have given them, so we've been like connecting and using the new stuff face to face. Yeah, some are doing it for like the first time, and we're going, oh look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! See, we're learning new things, right? That well, we I, wouldn't. I have to. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say that um, the last pandemic that was this bad, the Spanish flu, there wasn't this technology. So I, I have right. to say, I am so grateful that we have that and we're able to communicate in new ways during this one. Right. And I'm just hoping that, you know, like I said earlier, that I hope that we all learn new things and we're able to evolve, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. go even further. Um, but Sheila, I'm I'm glad that you're learning all this new stuff and, and you're still able to socialize. Do you have a question for us today? Oh, basically, um, you know, they close the nails and hair shops. And that's where yeah. we usually mm-hmm. get together and talk about the grandchildren or whatever. And uh, they closed down the Ken Edwards Center, too, which is, you know, where seniors go get their exercise and congregate for lunch. So, you know, with with anxiety growing, how do you guys handle anxiety? Oh, wow. Good question, Sheila. I, yeah. I suffer from severe anxiety. I mean, I was diagnosed with, where do I start? Um, GAD, generalized anxiety disorder, um, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, panic disorder. Um, so yeah, I, I have needless to say, I have major anxiety. Um, and it's been difficult. I've been just relying on, you know, my exercising. I run every single day and, just meditating more and, and using my breathing techniques um, because it's just really hard, especially um, being a recovering alcoholic. That's the first thing, like, I think, well, I'll just pass the time and, and drink, you know? Um, But again, we have to go back to 
what else can we do? What can we learn that, you know, we didn't know before? Like I've been thinking about um, taking up the guitar or an instrument because I've always wanted to be like, I, in my next life, I swear I'm coming back as a rock star. Like I've always wanted to be a musician on stage. Yeah. And so that, that would be like a great way. Like, why don't I learn a new instrument or learn music, you know? So Sheila, like, is, is there anything that you've wanted to do that you've never been able to do? That you could start Well, everybody's now. encouraging me to, like, make up a rap. A senior citizen can go online and Why do a rap. Why not? <laughs> yeah, do it. Do it. Why not? Now's yeah, the time to do all the things you haven't have, done. Like, yeah, I was going to have, like, most of my senior friends, you know, make up one and send it in. And we put it online. I yeah. do one every day yeah. and, and say who it's from. Uh, there was a gentleman, uh-huh. like you said, Mia, he had a guitar and he made up a song just by, you know, hand washing. You know. Wow. Made a song about hand washing. And he was a senior citizen. He was encouraging everybody to seniors to do this, you know. Um, wow. Yeah. Another thing that um, was going around was somebody had sent me a recipe on how to bake a cake with no milk, eggs, or butter by going vegan. Oh, vegan. You know? So I found oh, that perfect. pretty That's cool. That's right up my alley. <laughs> Did he actually make the cake? No, not yet. I said I was going to try the recipe, though, because I found that really interesting because most senior citizens are on a limited income. So we're right. basically yeah. depending on the food banks, you know, to help us yeah. out during this time. How is that? How is that going? Is that how does that work when you? Oh, the food well, banks when you go to get food great. And everything. They've been, you know, socially okay. distancing us from six feet, but um, they okay. have been. The St. Joseph Center has been wonderful, you know. Because the other day okay. I went to Rouse and the sh- the shelves were empty and God bless the store mm-hmm. employees. My hats are off to them because every time a shipment come in, they're trying to stop. So I'm grateful for the yeah. senior hours that Bonds had given us. The oh, senior I, citizens I love and the that they're doing that. Job. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can't, that's what I can't understand is, is this whole hoarding situation. I, I hate that. People, yeah. Are, yeah, and it's like I try to be mindful of that going to the grocery store. I try to just buy for a couple of days and I feel like, okay, I can always go back, you know, like there's always going to be some food there. Like the, the, the idea of hoarding it months and months of food is just crazy and leaving nothing for the rest of the people, especially, you know, our senior citizens, like, Sheila is saying, like, they have to create special hours for them because people just can't, can't be mindful of this. Yeah, that that breaks my heart. And, and I'm glad that they're doing it, though, because um, that was one of my concerns. I have a neighbor downstairs, and she's in her 70s. And I saw her one morning at uh, the Whole Foods, and I was I was just like, why are you out? And she's like, well, I have to, you know, I have to get food, but there was nothing on the shelf. So yeah. I told her, I said, if I'm, if you need anything, I'm gonna go. I'd rather you stay inside. Give me a list, and I'll get the things that you need. So oh, I kind of, kind of have now, yeah, and it's good because now I'm like connecting with a neighbor that I never had spoken to that previously. So there's some good there. things happening here. I know. There's yeah. Well, there. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a friend, and um, Mm -hmm. she's what she's doing is is that she's texting everybody, and she's um, putting um, these slips in the emergency rooms, and she says, "Hey, if you're self isolating, you know, put your name, send me your name and your number and your address, and I'll go pick up your prescriptions for you." Or go to the store for you, you know, because she's young. She's a, you know, Gen Xer or millennial. And she thought about Mm -hmm. that was a way to help self-isolating people. And I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, that that just gave me an idea. Go ahead, Megan. Oh, sorry. Um, I know that uh, on the on the LA County um, website, they're actually trying to organize volunteers to do things like this. So if 
people need ideas, you can go there and they'll actually, uh, they'll put you on a list and then they don't know exactly what they're going to have you volunteer for yet. But as things come up, they'll reach out to you. So that's a way people can get involved too. Yeah. And what a great way to like, you know, spend, I I was going to say past the time, but no, I mean, just valuable time, you know, doing something valuable, doing something important. For others, yeah. Yeah, rather than looking for ways to, well, (laughs) yeah, hoarding or (laughs) or don't drink my fellow alcoholics. I know it's tempting time, but, you know, doing something productive. Um, Yeah. Sheila, thank you so much for calling in. I'm going to get you. Oh, no problem. I miss you at Step Up in our boxing team. Mia has us do cardio boxing, so I really miss that. Oh, thank you, Sheila. You should do a a YouTube video and have them do a live stream on your Instagram. I know. It is is something I thought about, and and I'm definitely going to put something together like that. I'm just, yeah, yeah. Trying to be creative okay, and my help out new ways, now. but I definitely will. Me and Megan okay. will do that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna go to break. And when we come back, we're gonna have cosmetic dentist to the stars, Dr. Lawrence Ripkin will be back with us. In my career as a professional boxer, I've knocked out many opponents in the ring. Now I need your help to knock out my toughest opponent yet, the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm on a personal mission to help people understand that with the right kind of support, individuals with mental health conditions can live productive lives. And that's why I serve as a board member for Step Up, a national nonprofit organization headquartered in Santa Monica, California, that is helping save the lives of young adults and others with serious mental health conditions across the country. Step Up also works to end homelessness for this group of individuals. I urge you to go to their website at www.stepuponsecond.org and get involved in the fight today. Together, you and I can knock out stigma once and for all. We'd like to thank you for listening to In the Ring with Mia. When not on set, she's busy helping the less fortunate through the Mia St. John Foundation. And now, Mia could use your help more than ever by visiting her at her website, miastjohnfoundation.org, and making a donation. You help create a safe place for those suffering from mental illness, homelessness, and addiction. So don't delay. Visit miastjohnfoundation.org today and help us make changes in the lives of those who need it the most. Okay, so let me talk to you for a moment about my favorite cosmetic dentist, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin in Beverly Hills. Because anyone that knows me knows how important my teeth are, especially having boxed for over 20 years. Have you ever wondered how your favorite stars have such flawless smiles? Have you ever seen a star with a noticeably fake smile? The difference between the two is the cosmetic dentist they chose. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin has been a dentist to the stars in the heart of Beverly Hills for the past 30 years. His patients are the elite of all industries and have a discerning eye for quality. So if you're looking for a Hollywood smile makeover that looks so natural you can keep it a secret, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin is the cosmetic dentist you should consult with. His experience as a pioneer in smile makeovers, along with him also being a professional sculptor, has made him a leader in creating beautiful smiles as well as all your dental needs from the simplest to the most complex. Please don't wait and visit DrLawrenceRifkin.com or call 310-273-0200. You are listening to In the Ring with Mia. To reach Mia St. John or her guest on today's show, call in with questions or comments to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back in the ring. Welcome back. You're in the ring with Mia, and I'm your host, Mia St. John, and I've been talking to dental consultant to the stars, Megan Jane, having some girl talk. Girl. And let's bring in dentist to the stars, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin from Beverly Hills. Dr. Rifkin. Good morning, ladies. How are you this morning? Good morning. Good. How are you? 
Are you loving all this? I'm well. I'm well. I'm excited. I'm so excited about your show and the topic because you you ladies bring up uh, such a wonderful subject because we are isolated. We we have time to think and and plan our lives and improve our lives. And what a great forum. So I'm I'm really honored and, and thrilled to be with both of you who I know quite well. And I just want to say that, Mia, I'm grateful for you to uh, put me on, uh, along with Megan, on this show to your extended audience to share uh, our knowledge and our experiences. And, and Megan, I want to thank you for your commitment uh, to me for many years now as my dental practice consultant to, you know, always be seeking and maintaining the highest quality of care that we provide and also maintaining a, a great atmosphere our patients to uh, have their experience be as comfortable, no anxiety, and have the, the confidence that we have in each other. It's more like an extended family. So I want to thank both of you and let your audience Aww. know that you are two amazing women. just want to say that Aww. from the outset. Well, thank, thank you, you, Dr. Larry. And, you know, and, the, and the feeling is definitely mutual. You're an amazing yes. doctor, and it's, it's an honor to work for you. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate both of That's you. That's why you're the best. And I didn't realize well, like, how much I would miss you until I realized I have to go without a teeth cleaning. And I, I was asking you the other day, is this, yeah. is this elective and why? Because, I don't know, in my opinion, I don't see a teeth cleaning. To me, it's necessary. Um, so can you tell oh, us it, why it, this is elective and what we can do now that like people like me that can't go in for our teeth cleaning? Mm-hmm. Well, you bring up a really good point. It's more of uh, the definition, what is elective. I think out of these current circumstances with our, our needed uh, self-social uh, distancing and only performing the necessary urgent or emergency care right at the moment, this is a very, very short period in our, ta- in our lives. And that, so it's not that it's not necessary. The foundation of dental health, oral health, and even systemic health really starts with your oral hygiene and also visiting the, the dental offices to see your dentist and your, your dental hygienist for, to eliminate bacteria and viruses. This is, this is what we're talking about day after day, night after night. It's not elective. It is necessary. It's just being slightly, shortly postponed in the dental offices just so we can overcome this, this virus and, and keep ourselves from becoming infected. But you bring up a great point, Mia. It's not an elective. As a matter of fact, it's the most necessary appointment that we have in our dental offices. Wouldn't you agree, Megan? I agree, yeah, because it's, it's the foundation. If, if you're going for your cleanings regularly and you're having a doctor check you regularly, you're not going to have things come up as, it's not going to come up as uh, often where you need a root canal or you have cavity, a cavity that's, uh, that's, you know, you now you need a crown. You can catch things earlier. It's right. preventative. Yeah. And exactly. My teeth, mm-hmm. you know, that I have like this obsession with my teeth. But it's more like (laughs) everything in my mouth because I feel it. Like when I brush my teeth, I brush my my gums, I brush my tongue, I brush my cheeks, um, the inside of my cheeks. And because I'm Mm -hmm. so paranoid and, you know, obviously I have um, obsessive compulsive disorder. But um, because like, you know how a lot of people with OCD have the washing of the hands. Mine was always with my teeth. Um, So I do have some of that. Um, but I think a lot of it is legitimate and Dr. Rifkin, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of it is legitimate because pretty much everything we do centers around the mouth, right? We drink water, we drink Mm -hmm. liquids, we, we, whatever we eat and how often do we like lick our fingers? Like, I know that's really gross, but, um, (laughs) well now we're not supposed to, (laughs) I know, but how many times do you put your fingers in your mouth, like even just, you know, the lipstick and, and that getting inside our mouth and just everything, mm-hmm. kissing someone, right. um, even kissing them on the cheek, like everything enters our system orally, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and so isn't, isn't our mouth like the first thing that we should be thinking of when it comes to to cleansing and, and staying sterile and, but people so are about washing of the hands. And for me, mm-hmm. I'm 
I'm concerned about my hands, but I'm much more concerned with what's going in my mouth. Now, is that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah me, me, uh, Mia and Megan, you know, and your audience, you know, I just posted uh, a day ago or a day and a half ago a new protocol for your at-home hygiene, and you bring up the most important point. People don't realize, but we, we've been doing this in the, in the dental, our dental practice, uh, Megan knows this, is that, you know, people need to understand, like you said, Mia, the mouth is the greatest portal of entry of bacteria and viruses in our body. So I've been talking about this for years before the coronavirus, that we have to keep yeah. our mouths clean because there's no, yeah, there's no separation, ladies and gentlemen, between the mouth and the body. The, the mouth obtains the most amount of bacteria and viruses simply because of what Mia said, we're eating, we're breathing, we're drinking, we're kissing. All of that leads to the sharing or the intake of bacteria and viruses. And you know, the that those microbes actually penetrate through your gum tissue into your general circulatory system and go throughout your body entirely. And many diseases, systemic diseases, have been related to the bacteria and viruses that enter our bodies through our mouths. This is the most common portal of entry through mucous membranes, swallowing saliva, and now we're really finding that, and this is a, a little post that I put out, Studies have shown by pulmonologists relating to the coronavirus really quickly is that at nighttime, this is the most important time to really clean and, and sterilize your mouth as best as possible because we tend to swallow when our saliva and sometimes aspirate it into our lungs while we are sleeping. Mm -hmm. And this particular wow. type of virus or influenza or pneumonia actually get into our lungs through the aspiration of our saliva. So we need to keep our saliva, our mouths as clean as possible. So if you want, I can, we can later, you can look up on my website or follow the Instagram. There's a protocol that I'm now following, looking at the research. This is not science, but it's common sense. We have mouthwashes that kill bacteria and viruses. We need to understand how to floss and brush, and we need to know how to wash our hands first before we put dental floss in our mouth, because now we're introducing bacteria in our mouths from our fingers. So you know, Mia, the mm -hmm. funny thing is when you said it's OCD about washing your hands and brushing your teeth, you are now the new normal. You're actually the ideal right. person <laughs> to yeah. teach oral hygiene, yeah. and you knew this intuitively years ago. So I commend you right. for that. Yeah. Oh, this is so thank important. you. See, there's, <laughs> there's a reason for my OCD. Um, but it just seems to make the most sense. Like everything, like how was um, the virus started, first of all? Wasn't it through... How was the virus? Yeah, wasn't it through somebody eating something? Eating? Wasn't it? Wasn't it like an animal I, that did they did they determine a, a that yet? I think my they, daughter they said it was it like be. a market. That you mean this particular virus, the coronavirus? Yeah. yeah. There yeah. have been many coronaviruses, and we followed it from the since we started to be able to understand viruses in the in the 1950s and started to develop vaccines against them. So. With the advent of our technology, electron microscopes, we can study these microorganisms, which are incredibly rapid at mutating and adapting. They're the best survivors on the planet, I suppose, but they need a host. And I'm just doing some research online because we have all of this excess time now. I'm doing more and more research, finding out how the different viruses from the Spanish flu to the Hong Kong flu to the swine flu to pneumonia and to uh, now our coronavirus. And they usually start and mutate from an animal. They've identified a few animals. Usually it's a bat, which now jumps to another host animal. And that, that virus now mutates to a point where it can then jump again with another mutation to enter the human being. And whether it's eating food or bats infecting other types of animals, which we then sometimes ingest or they get sick. Mm -hmm. Now we, if a bird yeah, can also, the bird flu, uh, we can now become a, a host for this virus. So the, there's the, the different viruses start in different uh, ways, and we have to study each one because the coronaviruses are, are variations. There's many. This is the COVID-19 variation. There's the SARS yeah. virus, which was started in the Middle East. So right. without getting too technical, these viruses are extremely uh, intelligent from a standpoint biologically that they enter our cells and they force our cells to reproduce new virus cells. They don't reproduce themselves. They need us to do that. So maybe we yeah. should stop eating meat 
Well, yeah, I know. I was going to say, well, you know, one thing that, that I never do is, and this goes back to when I was a kid, I would never eat anything raw. Like I was always anti-sushi yeah. just because like, mm-hmm. it's just so scary. Terrifying. And yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's just crazy because I know it's like, it's a big thing in the U.S. Everybody loves sushi, but it's something like I never did. I was always afraid of, um, right. but pretty much everything that every illness like starts with ingesting something, right. Or being, or breathing something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which isn't that inevitably ingesting. Yes, it is because uh, the nose nasal passage has mucous membranes, which is very thin skin epithelium that absorbs uh, bacteria and viruses through that one cell layer thick of mucous membrane cells. Right. Okay, so when we come back, uh, we're going to have more with Dr. Lawrence Rifkin and Megan Jane when we get back. So let's take a break. Uh, Dr. Rifkin, I believe, is going to give us some tips on on what we can do to maintain mm-hmm. our, I was going to say our sanity, our, our cleanliness <laughs> and our sanity. <laughs> there you this, go. During, during this time. All right. We'll I'll be do right my back. best. I'll do my best. We'll start smiling again. <laughs> We're all about smiling, right, Megan? Yeah. We'll be right back after this message. Okay, so let me talk to you for a moment about my favorite cosmetic dentist, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin in Beverly Hills, because anyone that knows me knows how important my teeth are, especially having boxed for over 20 years. Have you ever wondered how your favorite stars have such flawless smiles? Have you ever seen a star with a noticeably fake smile? The difference between the two is the cosmetic dentist they chose. Dr. Lawrence Rifkin has been a dentist to the stars in the heart of Beverly Hills for the past 30 years. His patients are the elite of all industries and have a discerning eye for quality. So if you're looking for a Hollywood smile makeover that looks so natural you can keep it a secret, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin is the cosmetic dentist you should consult with. His experience as a pioneer in smile makeovers, along with him also being a professional sculptor, has made him a leader in creating beautiful smiles as well as all your dental needs from the simplest to the most complex. Please don't wait and visit DrLawrenceRifkin.com or call 310-273-0200. We'd like to thank you for listening to In the Ring with Mia. When not on set, she's busy helping the less fortunate through the Mia St. John Foundation. And now, Mia could use your help more than ever by visiting her at her website, miastjohnfoundation.org, and making a donation. You help create a safe place for those suffering from mental illness, homelessness, and addiction. So don't delay. Visit miastjohnfoundation.org today and help us make changes in the lives of those who need it the most. In my career as a professional boxer, I've knocked out many opponents in the ring. Now I need your help to knock out my toughest opponent yet, the stigma surrounding mental illness. I'm on a personal mission to help people understand that with the right kind of support, individuals with mental health conditions can live productive lives. And that's why I serve as a board member for Step Up, a national nonprofit organization headquartered in Santa Monica, California, that is helping save the lives of young adults and others with serious mental health conditions across the country. Step Up also works to end homelessness for this group of individuals. I urge you to go to their website at www.stepuponsecond.org and get involved in the fight today. Together, you and I can knock out stigma once and for all. You are listening to In the Ring with Mia. To reach Mia St. John or her guest on today's show, call in with questions or comments to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back in the ring. Welcome back. You're in the ring with Mia, and I'm your host, Mia St. John. I'm here with Megan Jane, who is a dental consultant to the stars, and Dr. Lawrence Rifkin, who is a celebrity, world-renowned dentist in Beverly Hills. And he's giving us some great tips on how to sanitize, keep your mouth clean with your toothbrush and mouthwash, 
um, which is something that I am I am really OCD about. Um, so, Dr. Rifkin, can you give us some tips on on what we can do? I know you have a video that people can see. How can people see that? Is that well, on they your can, uh, Instagram? Follow my, yeah, on my Instagram, uh, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin DDS. That's my Instagram, or you can just look me up, Dr. Lawrence Rifkin. You'll find uh, if you Google me. You'll find my Instagram page, and the most recent post is really, it's a common sense, practical approach to how we really keep the bacteria and viruses out of our mouths, and it starts with CDC recommendations. It starts with some common sense and integration of using mouthwashes and how we do this in the proper sequence. And I'll just tell it to you really quickly because I know we have a lot to talk about. You can follow this protocol, but just think about it. The first thing you want to do is you want to prepare your, your toothbrush, your dental floss, and a mouthwash, which could be either one that has an alcohol base or hydrogen peroxide base. You want to wash your hands first, the 20 seconds. Then you want to probably floss your teeth first because you're going to be sticking your hands probably near inside your mouth. You want to have clean hands. And after you finish your flossing with proper technique and that you need to find out how to do that if you don't, from your dentist and dental hygienist, toss away the floss when you're done. And then go ahead and you want to pre-sanitize your toothbrush. Remember, the toothbrush has been in your mouth. It's been sitting out in the air. So I take a capful or take a disposable cup, which would be better, and put a little bit of the antiseptic mouthwash in a cup and put dip your toothbrush in there. Probably leave it in there for 30 seconds to a minute before you pick it up. And then apply toothpaste to your toothbrush. Brush your teeth thoroughly as you have been taught to by your dental professional and then rinse your mouth out. Don't touch the faucet. Use a cup and then rinse out your toothbrush. Dip it back in to the cup of mouthwash or antiseptic mouthwash and then take another cup of mouthwash and then start to gargle and rinse your mouth out. After you're done with this process, put your toothbrush away and then wash your hands one more time. That is, uh, right now, it's not scientifically proven because this is all new to us, but it does make sense, and it's something like me and you've been talking about or doing personally. So uh, I want to just give that tip out to how you keep your mouth fresh, clean, and keep the bacteria out of your mouth, which also, as we've talked about, goes into your body. So that's the first foundation for health and cosmetics, and your teeth will be whiter, your breath will smell better, you'll be able to kiss without transferring bacteria to your partner, and make sure that they do the same thing back for your benefit. So that's my tip on oral hygiene right now. And then also never forget to see your dental hygienist and your dentist on at least every six months, or preferably every three months. And the twofold uh, reason for that, Megan said it earlier, you want to be involved with prevention and keeping your uh, any problems you may have, a cavity, keep it small so you don't have more extensive dental work. And you also want to have a very all-important oral cancer screening by your dentist and your dental hygienist. And that's the reason to come in on a, most, a regular basis. All of these reasons add up to utilize the dental professionals that care about you, take care of your mouth and your whole body by not letting these bacteria and viruses enter your body through your mouth. So that's that's the starting point. And then we get in cosmetics. Then your smile will be fresher, you're cleaner, you get whiter teeth and all of that. Right, that's right. my first and I, tip. Yeah, and I always said, I have a question for you, but I, I've always said that I think that it's not narcissism, right, wanting to have a great smile and to look good. I mm-hmm. think it's self-esteem. Like if we look good, we feel good, and that exudes self-confidence right absolutely yes well they've done studies they've done studies on how people treat you um based on how you look and how and how you're dressed up how you're dressed was the the study that i'm thinking of uh so Mm -hmm. there's also an effect that you create by doing that you're going to have more pleasant interactions with people it makes you feel better when you have more pleasant interactions so that's another facet of it Right. right, yeah, exactly. you don't realize how just talking to someone and if that person has bad breath, like, you can see yeah. just the interaction change, right? Yeah, absolutely, and Megan knows because we've treated so many patients from the homeless to people that just stay yeah. at home because they're ashamed of how they smile to the other extreme, the Hollywood rappers who want diamonds on their veneers. 
And all of that is to create a persona that they feel comfortable with their smile. If you don't right. smile, you're losing out on that personal psychological interaction with another person. It could be important in business for a business interview. It could be important to your job. It could be important to your, your romantic and, and social interactions. We have people that Megan knows that they cover up their smile. They, you look at them in the photograph, they never show their teeth because yeah. they're ashamed of the way that. And that really inhibits the, the, the joy in life that you can experience by being, interacting with other people. So all of the different treatments from the most mild treatment from teeth cleaning, teeth whitening, all the way if you have missing teeth or chipped teeth or broken teeth or tetracycline stained teeth, there's a solution in dentistry that we can provide and dentistry can provide for you from dental implants to crowns, veneers, simple bonding, a simple chipped tooth can make all the difference right. in the world in somebody smiling. And to that's me, that's, that's the most important, important thing because that's the, the first thing you see about someone is their smile. I once dated a guy that wouldn't smile because he had such bad teeth, but it just put mm -hmm. such a damper on the relationship because he always looked like he was mad. And like that always affected yeah. my mood, but he wasn't. It was just his teeth. So right. how can, Megan, how can, how can people get a hold of you if they want to talk to you? What is your, what are oh, your media handle so you can you can contact me through instagram at the megan jane um and that's the best way to reach me if you reach me there and um like i said i i, I consult dentists dr rifkin is uh, my primary cosmetic dentist but i have holistic dentists um i have specialists so if any type of dentistry you need i have a doctor for you and we can reach dr rifkin uh dr lawrence rifkin.com and That's what right. are your social yeah. handles? Go ahead, Megan. You first. Instagram handle. His Instagram handle is at Dr. Lawrence Riskin DDS. And I want to thank you guys so much for coming on and giving giving those helpful tips and girl talk with Megan Jane. We have to do this again, mm -hmm. and we got to do lunch again yeah. in Beverly Hills. <laughs> We're, yeah, uh, yeah, we do. We're running. Run I, I, I never ran three miles before in my life, so thank you for that. Oh, wasn't it fun? I had fun, even it though was, like, there was nobody was. on the streets. Like we had so much fun, and we we, we got to get it was Doctor Doctor Rifkin to come with yeah. us too. Yeah, I'll be happy to. You've, you've been running. You've been running a lot, Doctor Rifkin. You've been running yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, this is not going to stop me. We, this is going to end soon. So keep up your attitude. Keep positive. Keep exercising. Mm -hmm. Keep clean. Dress every day like you're going to work. And utilize this fantastic free time to improve your lives and be thoughtful on how you can improve yes. it. Organize. Yes. Share. Don't evolve. isolate. Interact with all your friends. And, and consult with your dentist, whether it's online or through Skype or FaceTime or any other medium, we, we can utilize this time to make a positive outcome, yes. like Mia, your daughter, said. Yes, exactly. All right. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you for Bye, having everyone. us. Thank you for tuning in to In the Ring with Mia. Be sure to join host Mia St. John for the next show on Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, you are one of the most important people in the world.